2: FM to get started.
0: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies.
2: And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC movie news.
1: In the Great Hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Two today. From the cosmic legends. My knuckles
0: are hairy. Jesus,
3: not not such a bad thing. It'd be way worse if my knuckles were hairy. Welcome DC. back to DC Movie News, friends. Uh, it's a Moxie kind of day, although it might get it might be a Moxie hijack kind of day because <laughs> I do believe we have a friend joining us. In might a be bit. a Johnny Jack. Might be a oh, a, a, how do you John into the Moxie? A John Janoxie? Mm, I, I got to work on that. I'm Roxy Stryer alongside Mikey Christmas, Mike Kowalski. Well, hello,
0: everybody. Are you this itchy afternoon. No, it's the beard. I'm just, you know, I just play with it. Oh,
3: my brother right now believes that if he doesn't grow his beard out until the, um, until basketball season resumes that Uh the Celtics will lose. It's like this. And I cannot talk to him without him just rubbing his beard back. Is the
0: beard. So he thinks if he cuts it before the Celtics come back, it's the Celtics are going to lose.
3: Yes. Yes. Are the
0: Celtics even good anymore since Larry Bird left? I don't, that's the, probably the most I know about the Celtics is Larry Bird. Wow. Wow. Larry yep. Bird. bird. Larry
3: Bird leaving, Mike? He left? Is that with couple, them anymore. Was it a couple of years ago? When was that?
0: Just a couple of years ago. Okay. So it, I'm not too bad. It,
3: that was the joke. That was the joke, Mikey Christmas. Uh, yes. Johnny LaCosta will be joining us in a bit from the road, I believe. Uh, and Adam Gertler wishes he could be here, but he's too busy maintaining his sausage. Yes. Gotta, you heard gotta that feed the right. people. Gotta feed the peeps. Gotta feed the people. Our amazing producers here as well. Ryan Nilsson. Hi, Ryan. Cool. Cool.
1: Hey, y'all. <laughs> cool. Hey, y'all. Good oh, my God. Too, Sorry, man. guys. Hey, y'all. Um, Zoom business, was okay? muted. Zoom was muted. Okay. Uh, people were talking, but I'm so psyched to be here for DC Movie News. Ooh,
3: uh, ooh. We got a big, uh, another big news week. This is, I'm going to say, three or four weeks in a row that we've had probably. a lot of news going on. Yeah. Uh, and, and I will say that, thank you to the news this week for waiting until before <laughs> our show to drop instead of afterwards because... I- I'm going to tell them what it was.
0: Well, I'm going to say I didn't look. I knew what it is, but I didn't read it because I wanted to read it today, right now, with you guys. I wanted you. I wanted to hear the sweet dulcet tones of Roxy Stryer feed me it in my when ears. you say
3: you want, okay, well, I'll read. I will read it to you with my sweet dulcet tones and there Mikey Christmas. No, it sounds too weird. Too weird, uh, guys. This is an interesting one, and I definitely want to get both Mikey and Ryan's take on this. They are bringing a Gotham PD show to HBO Max that is produced by Matt Reeves and is in the same universe as the Batman. That was the massive news that dropped today. Uh, Kind of, kind of wild. Also, uh, in TV time news, we will be talking about the new Batwoman casting as they cast a badass bisexual black female lead, um, which I can't wait to break down as well. Then there's some updates on the Ray Fisher situation that we definitely want to get into as he is a friend of the show. And we want to show our support to him and Wonder Woman had some new looks uh, and we I'm so excited for that movie still so keeping Wonder Woman and the hope alive that we get that movie in 2020 (laughs) Uh, plus a whole lot more so stay tuned today on DC movie news but let's get into this first story Mike because I got to know your thoughts on Gotham PD. I
0: might have thoughts.
3: You see the title come up, right? Yeah. So we're seeing THR, Variety, Deadline, everybody's reporting Gotham PD. Right. And then you hear that this is a Matt Reeves thing and in the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. Is your initial, I'm talking about your gut initial, is it yes or is it uh oh?
0: No, it is 100% yes. Yes. 100% this was what we should have gotten with Gotham. When Gotham was announced, we figured it was going to be based on the Gotham PD, uh, the, the uh, GCPD storyline, the comic run of that. That was all focused on the police. Batman would pop in every now and then. The villains would pop in every now and then. But it was focused on Gotham Central. That's what it is. I'm sorry. I'm, I was blanking on it. Gotham Central, that series of books, which is so damn good. It's basically like law and order, but with the cops. The people that deal on the streets every single day, living in the shadow of a, of a person like Batman with these villains. This is what we wanted, and we. Not, this might not be the story, but I, it seems like this is more of what it, what we everyone wanted, fandom wanted, ten years ago, twelve was eight years ago. that Gotham came out, and Gotham took a life of its own and did its own thing and did beautiful, beautiful and things. You loved it, rocks, and some yes, people did. didn't. Um, a lot but of the fact didn't. that it's Matt Reeves in that it's it strikes me. It's very it's very interesting that stuff like this happens. Like we got that trench spinoff with Aquaman. We've got an Amazon spinoff with Wonder Woman. It seems like these filmmakers are, are, and and the DC execs are loving what the what's being laid out to them, and say, "Hey, how can we expand this?" And they're letting the filmmakers go. Well, if you want to expand, this is how you would expand it without messing what we're doing. It brings the it it, it enlarges the world. My thoughts definitely.
3: I definitely have thoughts of my own, but before I get to those, I do want to. Oh, perfect timing! I do want to say hello to our dear friend Johnny LaQuasto in the house, Johnny. Johnny That doesn't look like a car. I'm sorry. That doesn't look like a car. I thought we What's were on the
2: road. Oh no, I'm I'm no longer on the road. I achieved my destination. I reached it. I'm in Belmar, New Jersey. So I currently have um, tropical storm hair. It's a little windy out.
0: <laughs> it looks it's Belmar, amazing. New Jersey, buddy. What are you doing there? Uh, uh,
2: visiting I visiting a, a close friend from college, and you know, I'm hopping around uh, up north right now, just nice, visiting buddy. people and, and staying out of Florida. Is what I'm doing.
0: They, good good man. Good man. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, will s-
3: I will say I'm very glad that you are here for the show today. Sure. Uh, and I want to get your thoughts on this Gotham PD spinoff. I know we're throwing you right in after you've been on the road, but uh, there's a spinoff that's coming from Matt Reeves producing it. It's in the same world as the Batman and it's called Gotham PD. What is your initial reaction to that? Oh, he, froze. he froze. That's his reaction, Roxy. <laughs> it looked doesn't it look like his face is about this to say something stunts. really serious? No, it's like, he, he sounds he, like
0: what? What is being released? What? Should we take
3: a guess based on knowing Johnny okay. for six years on this show. Okay. What do we think? He oh, he's back.
0: Feels? We back, Johnny? Yeah, it says my okay. connection's
2: unstable. I mean, I'm on five G, so I should be okay it's not the bad kind of 5g i hope not i don't know whatever well you Um, you tell us what you feel and
3: and when we can't hear you we'll fill in the blanks it'll be like mad libs go ahead (laughs) oh okay john are you with us
2: i i am yes i
3: speak. we hear you okay tell us what you're thinking
2: uh my first thought is you know gotham just ran for five seasons on fox now granted i did not consistently watch Gotham, but at the same time, uh, it all lasted longer than any of us thought it would. I remember when Gotham first started, DC Movie News Live was already a thing. And we all said, I don't know, this might not last past a season. And sure enough, it ran the whole gamut. It told the story. And so to have Gotham PD coming out, my question <clears> is, how, are, how different is it going to be? I can't imagine we're going to have Bruce Wayne as a kid again. It's going to have to be a totally different animal,
0: I would imagine.
3: I don't even. I wonder if there even is a, a Bruce Wayne. No, I, in I don't the think there is
0: because it's it's set in his world. There is a Batman's already established. I think this is this will be the, the DC, the Gotham Central of 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 uh, film and TV. I think. Let-
3: Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, what are your thoughts on this uh, as a massive DC fan as well? Was it excitement when you heard about this?
1: Holy cow. Uh, I kind of lost my mind at it this morning. I, I think this is such an amazing idea. and I think they're capitalizing on something that Marvel hasn't really done well yet, where they've done an amazing job doing the cinematic universe, but when it's crossing over from TV to movies... It's like, we haven't really seen Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. We haven't seen how it's gone. And I think they're doing that with this Matt Reeves Batman. I'm psyched to hear if, if we're going to get all the, this cast from this Batman movie, that we're getting some big actors and it's HBO Max. We're going to have quality. I could not be more excited.
3: I have, I'm i excited. I have so, some slight concerns and I'm a little confused as well. Um, I'm excited, but I'm concerned because... This is, I know that um, this might be a perfect time for this, but right now we see left and right police shows are getting canceled because it's not necessarily what people want to watch right now or support. And I understand that Gotham is a, not a real city, but obviously it pulls from a lot of cities that we know, the New Yorks and Chicagos of the world. And I'm curious the timing of this announcement that we're uh, announcing in D.C., a, something that's focused on Gotham Central. Um, I think that that's interesting. I wonder what they're going to do with that. I don't think you can really not address it. I think that uh, it's good that it's on HBO Max, that it will have the room to really talk about some of these darker things in a way that Gotham wasn't able to do, being a Fox show. Uh, and I'm also... I'm uh, curious about the fact that we don't know what Matt Reeves's universe even is yet and we now have this spin-off show. Uh so I I have to assume that Warner Brothers likey what they see so far and so they're like yes we want to see more of that in the TV universe. However, what does this mean for DC Universe, considering this is going to HBO Max? Same thing with Stargirl, going to CW. What does this mean for the other DC shows that are not in the same universe? Obviously, you can do that because you're DC, so you have all different universes, but just um, a lot of questions going on in my head. Excitement, but questions. Mikey, you seem concerned with my concerns. No, uh,
0: you make up a a good point about the the current climate, I should say. I don't know. I don't think if it, it I think that's foremost on most TV shows minds right now uh, of what content, especially with these because police procedurals do very well. They're very yeah. well received. And I think everyone's like, "Ooh, do we want to make those anymore? So clearly there was something in this pitch that said, yep, we're going to go with this. Right. I mean, you know, and predominantly in D.C. and, you know, the cops are not any better than the criminals. You know, and that's the reason for people like Gordon and Batman because there's the corruption in the in the, in the police department. Um, maybe they're going to address it kind of like what Watchmen does. You know, Watchmen was a little bit of a precursor and there was still police in it. It was a police Definitely. show. It, it was a police show, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it plays better now than it did four months ago, five months ago. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think they knew, I think Watchmen was a very good kind of litmus test. And I think, you know, marrying police and superhero crime and, and super villains. Uh, yeah, I think, and it's HBO, it's HBO. So I think they, they push the edge. So.
3: And they have their finger on the pulse a lot of the time too. Yeah, so do, I don't so. think it's just going to go over their head. Johnny, right. how are you feeling about that?
2: <clears throat> yeah, I think you guys both nailed it. I mean, without question, it's, it's HBO max. It's going to be gritty. Um, you know, watching, watching Watchmen, uh, you could see how just incredibly surreal that show was. And I think, like Mike said as well, you know, a lot of times the the police in Gotham are a complete disaster. I don't think that's going to change. I think it's going to tell that story. And I think ultimately good will hopefully triumph over evil. And my other thought is, you know, with all these awesome uh, shows and and different forms of content, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League coming to, um, you know, HBO as well, you have to wonder, you know, DC Universe may have to knock down their, uh, their monthly uh, charge a couple of bucks, because I mean, yeah, they have a great catalog. But at the same time, can they really say that what they're putting out with original content is going to be better than what HBO is doing? People right now can only afford so much. I mean, the whole country and internationally, people are going through a lot with COVID. And quite frankly, we don't know when this is going to end. A lot of people don't know when they're getting their jobs back. So if you have to choose between how much you could spend per month on entertainment, where do you go?
3: This is a a statement that was made by Matt Reeves um, following the announcement of the project. I want to get your thoughts on. He said, quote, this is an amazing opportunity, not only to expand the vision of the world I'm creating in the film, but to explore it in the kind of depth in the kind of depth and detail that only a long form format can afford and getting to work with the incredibly talented Terrence Winter, who has written so insightfully and powerfully about worlds of crime and corruption. Is an absolute dream. Does that spark anything for is either he, of you?
0: Is he the is he the the writer of the film of their film, or is he just a new brought on voice? Do, Interesting. Do it, I don't you
3: know. know. Let me check it out yeah. and let us know in the it chat. Seems if like he's you guys someone know. that
0: that knows the world of Gotham that they're creating. Clearly, they created something that struck a chord, and is like, okay, this is going to be good. We want to. There's more to this. There's more because I've always said that it's like Gotham itself. When we talk about shared universes and building a, mm-hmm. an MCU and the DC. You know Batman itself is its own kind of microcosm it's it's this it has the potential to branch off and be its own cinematic universe, the Batman film and that's what it seems now what it's doing and the fact that we're doing you know the the crisis of all of these different earths, this could be a very different you know Gotham that we it's its own thing
3: so to address your question i don't believe he is um. We know him from Sopranos, of course, as the EP, but I guess he also EP'd oh. um, Boardwalk Empire and he EP'd Vinyl, which I was unaware of. Oh, so he's not of. the
0: writer. He's the guy that's going to be like kind of show running it.
3: Uh, well, he's also a writer as oh. he wrote uh, multiple, multiple episodes of Boardwalk Empire Vinyl, okay. Sopranos, and also wrote the screenplay for The Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Well, then wow. he knows that kind of world. So yeah,
3: that's yeah, that's the
0: guy you want there.
3: Also, uh, kind of fun that he was uh, a co-producer on Sister Sister, which was a show that I absolutely with Tia, adored. Tia Maury with, Tia, Mori, with Tia, Tia and Tamara Lowry, uh, Lowndry, Yeah, oh,
0: okay. it was close. Close. Uh, Didn't never so, watch an episode of that one, but you
3: know, I'm just saying. It's a little. That bit was your jam. World, that was a Little also,
0: Roxy's jam.
2: Also, shout out to Taj Maury, their brother. Very nice guy.
3: He's a smart guy. Do 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 Yeah. You know? Where were you guys in college? college
0: probably. <laughs> it's so funny. I talk a lot of DC with people on Twitter and stuff. And I'll talk about my, we were talking a lot about Batman forever right now. They're like, I was just born. I remember, you know, that was the year I came out and I was just like, oh. And Mike's I started, like, I, I had I facial start, I I, hair. I think I, I think I
3: was starting college. And yeah, Mike's that like, movie. I had
0: a, I had a full beard when that came
2: out.
3: Okay. Come That's on, right. Ryan. You're with me on smart guy, right?
1: Yeah, what's wrong with those people, though, that were born around there? I, I feel like those
3: are also good people. Yeah, they are good people. Very what are, are you guys saying people. about those people? Yeah, going on? Yeah, wrong what's, from, what's happening? Thank you. Uh, all right, let's move on. We'll continue, obviously, uh, to hear news about what's going on with this, this spinoff. I'm excited to hear more about it. But for now, let's talk a little Wonder Woman, because we got a review.
0: What was that? That's the 70s Wonder Woman theme song. You we're doing TV didn't shows that are dating us, What I'm gonna do like sound Wonder Woman 1984
3: revealed its new theme song by Mike Kalinowski. Oh no, wait, that's not what it says. <sighs> for a second there, I was like, What new song's coming out?
1: I'm gonna dub the trailer new. with that
3: soundbite. <laughs> yep, Wonder Mikey Woman.
0: All the World is waiting for you and the wonders that you do in your satin tights fighting for our rights and the red white and blue and i'll follow it up with a roxy stryer classic jam allow me to follow allow me to follow those
2: lyrics with a roxy stryer classic blurred lines go to jamaica Uh, Jamaica.
0: you wanna to jamaica (laughs)
3: blurred lines still don't know the words oh
0: god that was what three four years ago Still don't know the
3: words um all right guys uh, we did reveal a new look at the uh, amazon olympics so if you want to check this out it was a pretty cool image of some of the younger amazonians uh what is that called javelin shot yes put? javelin sure the javelin? shot put is this
0: oh the chin you put the, rock, the ball in your chin right, javelin well. is the stick
3: They were doing that. Uh, Patty Jenkins talked to Empire and she said, what I love about the Amazon Olympics is everything that we got to really celebrate in the first movie. Here are these people who are incredibly powerful and capable, but different in how they approach things. If you've been training for hundreds of years because of an impending invasion, you're going to be constantly working on all these skill sets. So to me, Every year, they would have these Olympics to see who's doing the best on horses or swimming the fastest and seeing new tricks people have figured out, which is kind of cool. I like this, the big empire photo. I mean, how old do you guys think that girl is in the photo? She looks like a a legitimate child uh, with the javelin. But
2: she could be
0: be 350.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We just don't know. We just don't know. Uh, so I thought that these were cool. What about you guys, Mikey? How are you feeling about these photos? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, nice. Te- was this the one? These are officially released, right?
3: By Empire, because I- yeah.
0: Because I saw uh, some pictures. I guess there was a calendar coming out, and they put some pictures up, and they weren't the highest quality, but it was like Steve Trevor in like an 80s shirt, and I loved it. I used You're going to gonna buy shirt. the shirt? I, used to- I think I had one of those. I think mm-hmm. I had it with my Z Cavaricis.
3: Well, if you still owned it, then you probably get a pretty penny for it.
0: Yeah, that's true.
3: Ooh, who is It must pick up.
0: No, I can't pick up it. It's my best friend.
3: Gotta Ah. pick up. Put him on the spot. Uh, I I saw one of these photos for Empire. Did you guys see where there's a a series of more photos? No. Okay. So it was just the the young Olympian? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's that. I hope you guys enjoyed that picture as we move forward to talking about Ray Fisher. Our friend, Ray, uh, who was hinting that an NDA is what's preventing him from saying more yeah, about Joss Whedon. I know on this show, we have talked multiple times about wanting to know more clearly what's going on um, after hearing that Joss Whedon's treatment on set was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. Yeah. Um, but this is what Fisher said in the Instagram Live with a and a with fans. He said, I'm still very much under contract, and I'm still very much under non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm so I've got to be careful about what i say and how i say it otherwise i can get sued into oblivion so just a disclaimer there for the folks who were looking for more specifics in the moment right now i'm sorry that i cannot give them to you in the moment right now just got to make sure for just got to make sure all your ducks are laid out in a row so you can go ahead and handle the situation appropriately so you don't end up being outside of professionally liable legally liable or anything that could be litigious or whatever that would be this will take some time. We will get it done. We will win. And then we'll be able to move on in the world. That's it. Johnny, coming to you, what are your thoughts yeah. on Ray Fisher saying this?
2: Also, to follow up what you said, I love uh, Ray Fisher's follow-up quote when someone asked him, you know, what if uh, what if you did receive more clout if you got sued for speaking publicly? And Ray's response was just so professional, and I give him so much credit. He said, keep the clout, keep the fane. I'd be happy doing theater in the mountains of Oregon in obscurity. He said, I'm fine with that. If this is the only thing I'm blessed to do, I'm fine with that because what's going to be a wilder process than what this has been, which is true. I mean, don't forget, Ray didn't really have a lot of credits. Um, he came on the show and said, you I'm a theater kid and now I'm a superhero. Like that's an amazing rise of stardom. And he's proven himself time and time and again to be just a tremendous human being, an amazing choice for cyborg. And clearly He wouldn't have come out and said this if he didn't have very strong feelings about what Joss Whedon may have said or done. But we all know what an NDA is like. The three of us have all signed NDAs before. You cannot say exact specifics. What Ray said is, hey, he wasn't a cool dude. I didn't like working with him. I'm not the only one. That's all he has to say. I give him credit for even speaking out to that extent. The question is, you know, what will we hear down the road? Uh, That's going to be very
0: intriguing.
3: I'm kind of surprised that he was even allowed to say as much as he did say if he has an extreme NDA on this. Mike, what are your thoughts?
0: I'm curious why they had to sign NDAs. Like, aside from, hey, this is a film you can't talk about the film you're shooting. Like, you can't put pages of your script on the internet. You can't go on talk shows and say, hey, well, Cyborg... Saves the day, you know. I'm like, I think
3: it's probably very, very common, especially in current day. Yeah, that if I mean, I can't say a that. A like, franchise. I've never gone to a
0: franchise like that. Where I've been days. and I think maybe he, you know, there is a clause down at the bottom that says you cannot talk about, uh, you know negatively about the production in any way or something mm-hmm. like that i, I just I, I would say it's like is this one of those things was signed when he signed on when he signed the his contract or was this like hey joss is coming in we're signing ndas now
3: like, obviously that's i don't unlike, know the answer but yeah, i would have, I would have love to, to assume when it's when that's i'd have to assume it's happened. when he started i i don't think when joss came on joss's people but haven't. then is there
0: is there legal going well he wasn't part of this original contract he wasn't part of this original crew this is a new crew uh, Maybe. Like that's, that's, a, 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 that's what lawyers are for. They deal with that, you know, but the fact that that's, what's it's like, Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Like how many times you hear stuff talked about performers where there is no uh, per- person. Well, I signed an NDA, you know, all the stuff that was about Leah Michelle and all that that came out and, and, and also Harvey Weinstein stuff. It's like,
3: but what would have to know. happen there, Mike, I, I think is as at a certain point, even if you have a NDA that does not lapse right. about Leah okay. Michelle and you can't say anything right when you speak out the thing you're at risk of is her suing you right and if you say something if right now in this current climate um, the I, I don't remember the girl's name who who did the woman's name who did speak out first yeah. about Leah Michelle yeah. um, but you know she, the she was a black woman who spoke out about Leah Michelle and said that Leah Michelle told her that she was going to crap in her wig. Right.
1: right, right. Um,
3: and that in, then other people came forward now in order to, for, for Leah to say that that's libel, she would have to sue her, which I think would make her look horrible right now. Like I think that she probably knew uh, if Leah wants to take action on this, she's going to sue me and she can sue me. You can sue anybody for anybody for anything, but like, I think that probably that's what Ray Fisher is going through right now. Is it Warner brothers that would sue him? Is it Joss that would sue him well, for libel?
0: The thing too, the thing about Roxy is like, okay, is this going forward? Like, is this something that these, these, these people that are not good? Like we just, what's his name? Larry uh, or Lenkoff, the guy from CBS that just got let go from MacGyver and Hawaii Five O? Mm-hmm. you know, I forgot
3: his name, but yes,
0: it's Lenkoff, something Lenkoff. Um, you know, people speaking out on that, there'll be people with that is like, Will these people, there are these, these showrunners, these actors, these directors that are problematic, will they now going into these things going, I want NDA signed on this set. I know I treat people like crap. I'm not going to get sued. I'm not going to let this come out. Like That's a weird, you shouldn't be able to be protected.
3: Well, like, you would think that- You shouldn't the,
0: be able to be protected because you're a crap human being. But you would think that the studio the the
3: would be more liable than the person because of the hire. Which yeah. is why I think he brought John Berg and Jeff John's name in.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a legal. It's like well, you're just calling someone out for being a not a good human being.
3: Yeah, it's not like right.
0: a sexual thing where there was there was. Well, he says abuse, ne- which well, I mean, but if it's physical, then that's could. I mean, I don't see John. We don't know what it means. Basically, abusive person, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but just be, you know, there's there's that fine line between um, you know, I think back to the days of the Chris Hardwick blow up with with chloe dykstra like what came out was essentially he was just an awful boyfriend you know whether he's saying i'm threatening you i'm gonna blacklist you in the community but then there's people that are physically abusive and that's that's where the line is like that's a legal line like you can be a crap human being that's your right as a person to be a crap human being if you want to live your life being a crap human being and treat people like crap by talking down to people but when you physically withhold physically attack them Physically assault them, you know that's a line. And it, it, you know, I'm not a lawyer; well, you I don't, don't know it. But I Mike, you don't believe
3: in mental abuse?
0: Of course I do. Of right.
3: course and I to do. To be fair, a lot
2: is, of other people came out and substantiated um, what Chloe like. It, not to go on the hard right, right? Tangent, no, no. But no, at no. the same time, a lot of people came out and said, "Oh yeah, he's terrible." But yeah, was there a legality issue involved? Right. That's, you know the and, question. And, and yeah, that's
3: was, what we're really talking about right now is, is about legally sure. speaking. Yeah, sure. And I think
0: I think mental abuse and physical abuse. Both abuses. One is easier to prove. Right. I, again, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying it, it's mental abuse is huge. And that's where a lot of times what there's is- a lot of...
3: Warner Brothers has their work cut out for them right now, considering um, what's happening in this situation with Ray Fisher talking about Joss Whedon and John Berg and Jeff Johns, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation, the Ezra Miller situation, the word abuse is not singular to this. And I think what you're talking about, Mike, is Mm -hmm. just the the, um, tip of the iceberg where what happens to different levels of abuse and where we finally have, We're finally at a point in society where we're starting to see ramifications uh, or repercussions for these things. And we'll see. So we'll, I don't know. And we, at some point, I do think we will have more information about this Joss Whedon, Ray Fisher. Yeah, like,
0: uh, Rox, to clarify, I don't, like, it seems like, I don't, like, I can't see if there was physical abuse on a set. Like, that would not have gotten addressed right away. Like, if you see someone hitting a crew member, like, how that doesn't, like, or like just the constant walking into work every day. We've been all been in situations where we're constantly working there. There's that one person that just, it gets on yeah, your but, last nerve mentally. You're just like this. I can't deal with this But anymore. Mike, we really yeah. don't know because like I know. think
3: about all those times on set where you've heard that somebody threw a chair next to somebody's head. Right. Like you're is right. that, you're right. Is that something is that it, gets cut? And then we is that it's
0: assault? Is that assault? Right. Like I, well, to, I to don't think a- of, I mean, I think Ray Fisher, the bottom line is like enough is enough with this. This is not the right, whether it's mental, physical, this isn't right. People shouldn't come to work, dreading going to work. We shouldn't be under the thumb of a person that treats all of us like this. I'm standing up, but I've got to do it the right way.
3: Yeah. Johnny, I mean, that's
0: what you say? Down
2: to. Yeah. To put a bow on this, Ray said he's feeling very optimistic about it because he said, regardless at the end of the day, whether or not I'm allowed to say certain things now, he said there is no way that stuff does not come to light down the road. Because he said he's not the only person that feels this way. So- It's going to be just a waiting process to see what it is. um, And if he has an
3: NDA, obviously more of them have an NDA. So uh, I I will say that Mm -hmm. we we don't know right now, but I would love to hear your guys' thoughts in the comments and in the chat. Let us know what you guys are thinking, both about this and everything we talk about on today's show, including Gotham PD. Are you excited for that? Uh, The Wonder Woman reveals of the... Uh, Amazon Olympics. Did you love that? What are you thinking about the Ray Fisher NDA, Josh Whedon situation? Tell us your thoughts. And don't forget, while you're here, we have over 215 people watching live. So get those thumbs up. 62 thumbs up. I know we can hit 100 by the end of the show. And uh, also, I did see a lot earlier. We had a super chat come in. Thank you, Matthew W., who said Gotham was one of the best DC shows in years. That's my boy. Yeah, people love, some people love it. I love some that show. Don't. Moving on. Uh, although I don't really want to move on from talking about how much I love Gotham, but I guess uh, we can. Warner Brothers exec says uh, that there have been no conversations about releasing a Schumacher cut. All right. Uh, is this news? No. no. Okay. And honestly, right. <laughs> and,
2: and look, you know, I'm, I'm Mr. Positivity. You know me. It does not take a lot to entertain me. I'm not a critic. But how many people want a 170-minute version of Batman Forever or Batman well, and Robin?
0: Here's the thing, and I, I, I'm not, I've, I've been do, kind of tiptoeing around this online for the past couple of days because I don't want to gatekeep about it. But if, if you're in fandom, if you're in DC world, if you're of a certain age, there's certain people, younger people like Roxy yourself, you probably didn't know when we how what were you five years old around the time Batman Forever came out, four, three, maybe if that.
3: Uh, what but year if- was it? 95. 95? Yeah, I was four. Yeah. Was, I'm 91. But if you, are,
0: if you are a part of the culture of DC, you love DC, you follow DC, you, this, this Schumacher cut is nothing new. We knew, you call it the
3: schmucker cut?
0: The schmucker cut. Yeah. Kay. Uh, This cut is nothing new. And it's not, we need to address this. It wasn't like Schumacher was taken off of this film and they re-edited it. He had his cut of the film and like every director, they had to get it down to a certain time. Things weren't working. The flow didn't work. So they cut out stuff. The script is out there. There are pictures. The deleted scenes on the Blu-ray, they're all, it's all there. Stop making this like, and I knew younger people that run websites, they're like, oh, we've discovered this scoop in this, this hidden vault in Warner Brothers, the classic Batman Forever Schumacher cut. Never existed. It was his film. There was no alternate cut. It's his film that he cut stuff out of. And it is a darker film, sure, but they were happy Warner Brothers with this film because they wanted to get away from the darkness of Batman Returns. That's why they brought in Schumacher. They didn't fight with Tim Burton to come back. They did what he wanted. It went on to be hugely successful. That film. It, it's not a secret cut. It's all out right. There. All right. Just look it up. All
3: it's right. Out all there. right. I well, just off my soapbox. It just sucks. It's we'll stupid. talk about a cut that we are going to see that we're excited to see, uh, and that is the Snyder cut. And this was interesting because uh, Joe Russo, one of the Russo brothers, was talking about the Snyder cut. And he said, quote, I think it's always great when a director's original vision can find its way to the screen. Um, And then uh, he went on to say, we have been very, very fortunate in our careers that everything we did for Marvel, we would call our director's cuts. So that's kind of interesting. He also explained, and by the way, this is to um, comicbook.com. He said, they, they, as in Marvel, were very gracious and deferential and very supportive of our vision for those movies. And there's nothing sitting on the editing room floor that we suddenly want back into those films. We worked very hard at what the current cut of those movies are. So we're very fortunate to have released our director's cut on all four of those films. I will just chime in here, and I will say that I think that when your movies are well-received, it's easy to not question what if, but, however. I'm sure there is stuff on the cutting room floor that if those movies weren't received well, that they would probably would have liked to add back in. So um, I do think they're in a different situation, but I, I like when directors support other directors, and I'm glad to see that the Russo brothers want the Snyder Cut released as well. Mikey, what are you thinking?
0: uh Roxy, i agree with you i i think they knew what they were doing since they joined with winter soldier um and i think it's interesting because some of the scenes that are on their deleted scenes you realize like oh yeah this shouldn't have been in the film like there was a whole scene with with smart hulk rescuing people out of a burning building that just didn't look right they were going to introduce hulk smart hulk at the end of infinity war with him and nat we're going to have a scene and that's online right now and it doesn't play well it's like oh no, it was much better with him showing up as the Smart Hulk where he's at the diner in Endgame. It's a great kind of reveal. They knew these characters. They knew the world. I don't think any of us left dissatisfied after the Endgame Infinity War saga. No one was like, oh, I should have seen, I wanted this, I wanted to see this. There was like an alternate cut of, of um, Hawkeye and Black Widow on Vormir that nowhere near as good as what was in the film. So yeah, I, yeah. Johnny, but it's cool that they showed support. It's cool they
2: showed support. I mean, I think if we want to break it down to something really simple, the underlying message behind what the Russo brothers are saying here is that it's not that fun to work for Warner Brothers compared to Marvel Studios.
3: I don't know if that's true because it, I think it's like think about how many just think about how many directors have had Disney issues. Just think about All it. All right, but fair it.
0: enough. I mean, look, gosh, you look at you look at Scott Derrickson leaving. Doctor Strange, he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm out.
3: And uh, he was who's Ant Man, homie? Too. Edgar Wright, yeah. Originally
0: Edgar Wright, yeah. There's a
3: Mar- I think, but, the, I thing, I think you, the thing. I think the is, for them. I think the thing
0: is, Marvel has their vision. They have a a a. a, a let's let's call him the Godfather in Viking He knows what they have to get to, what point A to point B to point C, and you kind of need to fall in with that, you know. um Whereas yeah, but some also- of these other filmmakers are like. I want to do this. And you're like, going to oh, trust
3: sorry. somebody on their fourth film more too. So I'm sure, sure they didn't have people yeah. bringing down their neck. So Johnny, you're not wrong. I just yeah. think that also, I don't know that working for any massive studio is like a, a real hoot. Right. Uh, but it seems <laughs> like the,
0: to say this though, it seems like the new leadership at Warner Brothers, the people under uh, Sandberg and, you know, Patty Jenkins and Matt Reeves going forward, they love this new group because they're like, yeah, we want to give you more content. We kind of want to keep working with you. You know, so there was a change. We, we were kind of like that post Kevin uh, Sujahara and all that. Uh,
3: yeah, Andy C reminding more. us that Patty Jenkins left Marvel too. Oh yeah, for Thor. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. So, And
2: ultimately it's a wait and see process. We have to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League and see if uh, all the hype is going to be worth it. I, for one, couldn't be more excited for it, but uh, we will find out.
3: Well, I think we're all pretty excited for that one, including our uh, producer Ryan Nelson. Ryan, any thoughts on the Russo brothers chiming in on this?
1: Yeah, I, I was just saying in the live chat, like, whoops, I was just saying in the live chat that I think the thing that's it's interesting whenever you're trying to make a movie, you want the storyteller directing your movie. Uh, to be on the same page with the studio and for you both to be satisfied with it and hopefully have a successful product. And I think the thing that's been so invigorating and infuriating about the whole Snyder Cut thing is that regardless of what you thought of Man of Steel and BVS, they were successful movies. So yeah. the Snyder Cut Justice League was also probably going to be a successful movie, but we'll never know because they tampered with it so much. And it, these other films that weren't as successful, it doesn't seem like you know they were... As properly removed like Snyder was right. So right. That, That's what's made this cut so interesting and I can't wait to see it.
3: You guys let us know what you're thinking in the chat. Uh, did you like what the Russo brothers said? Do you want to see the Snyder cut? I'm assuming if you're watching the show, you probably do also don't forget that thumbs up. We're at 81 thumbs up and 236 watching live right now. So get those thumbs going while we move on to my favorite time of the show. Uh, Mike, you want to do a theme music for this one?
0: Uh, It's time Time for, for, for Roxy Stryer TV time Roxy Stryer TV time TV gonna TV get that TV time Roxy TV time Roxy TV, TV time, TV time. time. Roxy's Roxy's TV TV time.
3: All, all the girls think Johnny's fine Adam Oh, Spooks I was thinking my so own So divine you, Also, Mikey, Mikey Christmas, Christmas
0: time. time I thought you yeah. wanted a new song
3: No, I did It was a good new song But then I, I wanted you guys I wanted your names to be included in the song
0: Okay, I'm sorry I was doing mm. a full new Roxy verse. It
3: was just a Roxy verse. Yeah. Mm. Uh, on, well, know. it's Johnny, did you really like it? I was going
2: to say, that no, the tropical storm just picked up. I had to block out the song. I, God, I, miss, uh, I, I oh. don't
0: miss those, but I know exactly what you're going through right now, Johnny. I, can be, <laughs> I, could, I just look at you. I could tell you're like, the sweating from the humidity out there. I could tell. Oh, I, I remember that time
3: that six years into this show, Mike told us he was from New York. You did, Johnny, you knew I was from New York, right? You tell us you you? the
1: Snyder were... Cut came out. <laughs> the Snyder Cut's coming out. I'm from New York.
3: Wait, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. I thought Johnny, you just told us like three weeks ago you were from Florida. Florida,
3: I know. I grew Johnny, up in you, Florida. Uh, can I'm you born, I was this? born in New Johnny, York. Johnny, you weren't on the show. This is what happened. It was Mikey, Adam, Ryan, and I. And Mike just casually was like, yeah, and I'm, and I'm from New York. And we were like, no, no, that's Adam. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm from New York. I was like, no, I'm, I'm from Boston. He was like, no, I'm from New York. You're from Florida, Mike. But apparently not. He's been lying to us all the time.
0: I was born in New York. I was raised in Florida. Okay. I don't claim Florida.
3: You, Jacks in the chat says Roxy is too demanding. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is.
0: Roxy is way too demanding.
3: Well, I demand we talk about some TV time news because this is a big one, guys. Yes, uh, Javicia Leslie is cast as the new Batwoman. No, not Kate Kane, but the new Batwoman on CW's Batwoman. Um, and this is going to be an interesting transition for those who are Batwoman fans because uh, she's we're seeing a new character with her who is supposed to be a little bit goofier. Uh, Ryan Wilder is her name. She's described as likable, messy, little goofy, untamed, nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the bat suit before her, which obviously was Ruby Rose. Yep. Uh, and she's, they say that she has no one in her life to keep her on track, that she spent years as a drug runner dodging the GCPD and masking her pain with bad habits, that she lives in a van currently with a plant, And she would steal milk for an alley cat and could kill you with her bare hands. They said that she's the most dangerous type of fighter, highly skilled, wildly undisciplined. She's an out lesbian, and the actress that they cast is a a bisexual actress. Uh, They say she's athletic, raw, passionate, fallible, and not very much your uh, stereotypical all-American hero. So kind of fascinating. Here was her quote on getting cast. She says, I'm extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television. And as a bisexual woman, I'm honored to join this groundbreaking show, which has been such a trailblazer for the LGBTQ plus community. I think that definitely every single headline they tried to get ahead of what they didn't last time, obviously, (laughs) with the Ruby Rose situation, everybody saying that Ruby Rose was not gay enough and for those of you listening on apple Podcasts, what the hell the does quote. that mean you don't remember when everybody said that to Ruby i Rose? do but what the hell is what does it mean we don't know mean. but that's why m- the majority of headlines started with like bisexual woman <sighs> cast uh because they wanted you to know she's part of the yeah, lgbtq well, community yeah i'm, I'm very, very curious funny.
0: i'm well not funny it's it's very curious because the character of kathy kane uh you know in the comics as a lesbian you know that her sexuality is known but here we are creating a new character they didn't need to go that route with it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, right, interested- I
3: do. I'm curious about that, Mike, too, because obviously yeah, Kate Kane in the show is a lesbian as well. Right. And now they have a bisexual actor playing a lesbian character that is not Kate Kane. I, and think- I wonder, do you think they're going to introduce her? And in well, for kind me, of- I
0: think the reasoning was, well, OK, here we are. We've we, we finally got a lesbian lead character on the show. The actress leaves. We've got to do this now. Okay, well, we don't want to cast a character being straight because then that takes away a role that we created, a vacancy of a lead person's sexuality that's not straight. So it took it away. So I see, and I applaud that that the fact that you know um, they're still keeping that what they created with the original intent of Batgirl. And if they're thinking
3: like that, Mike, probably leading Legends of Tomorrow is a bisexual woman, so they probably wanted to have diversity in what kind of LGBTQ plus they were showing um, members of the community. And so Sarah Lance, obviously being a bisexual woman, being the lead of the other show,
0: is is uh, is she Mm -hmm. in real life as well? Or
3: Uh, it's interesting. They they she really does not. She really will not talk about it okay um, she's been asked her about right. it that's yeah. her right i i've been I'm, asked about I'm, it multiple times i think she is rumored currently to have a boyfriend but that doesn't mean that she isn't bisexual I'm,
0: yeah that's a rabbit hole i mean we've talked a little bit about it this show I, I i'm of the fact that an actor should be able to play a role regardless of sexual orientation but i understand that there the opportunities have not been uh, the opportunities of me as a straight white man is infinitely more than a gay man in hollywood so i definitely see that side as well uh but I don't think an actress should be questioned about their sexuality when they get cast in a role. So I'm glad that uh, she, Katie Lloyds is treating it like that. Like, hey, not your business.
3: Yeah, she just really my, doesn't my life is it. my
0: life. I think that's great. This actress came out and said, "Hey, this is what I am. Proud to represent it. Let's do it." Um, I love the fact that I, I, I'm I'm on board with the whole instead of recasting the character, they've created a new character. That I am a hundred percent on board for. I think it's easier. I think it's it's easier to explain. Um, and and you know, hey, it brings the door open. It leaves it open for Ruby Rose if she ever wants to come back. It leaves it open, you know.
3: Johnny, what are you thinking?
0: Congratulations to her. I mean, it's
2: <laughs> I, I love the fact that you know she doesn't have an extensive resume, but she's had a great couple of years. Um, you know, yeah. Family Business is a show. She's on eight episodes there. I see. Godfriended ep- me.
3: She was one of the stars of. Yeah.
2: Yeah, over forty episodes there, and this is really the you know the perfect timing for her apparently she has uh, Muay Thai boxing and, and some combat training, which obviously will all come in handy here. And when it comes down to it, you know, these are superheroes. Superheroes can be any race, creed, color, background, and it's fantasy and it's, it's action and good for her, man. Like I'm excited to see it. I don't know much about her as an actress. Cause I don't really get a chance to watch much television, but clearly she auditioned and she mm-hmm. is the choice they went with. You know, remember when, uh, Gal Gadot got, got cast. A lot of people were questioning, oh my God, can she play Wonder Woman? And she's arguably been the greatest actor in the DC universe um, yeah. as Wonder Woman. So,
3: Johnny, on that, something I love about this is pr- with the few credits that she has, and I'm not saying it's not a lot because she has more obviously than a lot of people do, but yeah. she doesn't have a stacked resume. She, this obviously wasn't a straight offer. She obviously had to go in and audition. Yes. And that means that well, she was the best for the role. So I, oh, you think uh, you think not true, Mike?
0: No, no, Rox. I'm hundred percent because we had a little bit of a debate when 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 uh, Ruby Rose was cast because I know yeah. you were gung ho on her and I was not. I looked at it that it was a stunt casting, like she didn't need this role. Like she was a a prominent lesbian actress. Um, so I love the fact that this casting we didn't know her per se a lot. She's not out there. She's not well known. I love this. I I, I love. Uh, the casting office because they, they do that a lot. They give, you know, Stephen Amell wasn't, he, he was on, I think, Grey's Anatomy and he had a couple shows he was on, but I really didn't know him before Arrow. Grant Gustin was on Glee.
3: And, you know, you that, know, but um... I love
0: Grant Gustin. Like, I love giving these actors a chance because the character will sell it. The show will sell it. Come yeah. in and make, and that allows us to, like, Ruby Rose also, she was coming off of Orange is the New Black, John Wick too. Like, I had a preconceived notion of this actress. So that t- every time I saw her on screen, it kind of was larger than the character. This actress, I, it can embrace the role and I can go and go and this is the role for me. I, I, I 100% love that they didn't go with a hugely uh, a well-known kind of out there actress. Well, love Ruby it.
3: Rose apparently loved it as well as she took yeah. to Instagram and posted a photograph uh, of Javicia and said, OMG, this is amazing. I'm so glad Batwoman will be played by an amazing black woman with a heart. I want to congratulate Javicia Leslie on taking over the Bat Cape. You are walking into an amazing cast and crew. I can't wait to watch season two. You are going to be amazing. Two exclamation points and a heart. Interesting that she says you're walking into an amazing cast and crew. Um, As we have heard the rumors that the cast and crew and Ruby potentially were not seeing eye to eye on the hours or the workload, but uh, I thought this was a very nice response. And obviously ruby stepped away from the role so why would she have any kind of ill will towards somebody stepping in she wasn't
0: she ruby will be fine like she's gonna work again everyone will want to work with her yep um she's gotta you know the 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 clout she brings with it is, is well known and you know she'll be fine um so to see that you know she didn't have to write that no one was asking you know i'm sure some people on twitter were like ruby rose we demand you to tell us how you feel about this she didn't owe anyone it you know no, Uh but she did. So that's great. I mean, I, I, and that's why I said earlier. I really, I mean, I liked what she did with the role. I wasn't sold on her originally. I wasn't a, like. It wasn't like, oh, yes, great. But I, I did like what she brought when I, you know, and I would love for her to see her come back someday. I, I love. I want that door to be open. And we've. Seen I it want that on so bad because I love shows. her. I we've love her. All the Arrow shows. We saw mm-hmm. when uh, his name Colin. He played uh, Tommy Merlin and Colin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope And
3: also, I, we we saw, a, and like, we saw it with we saw it with Arsenal and with. Uh,
0: yeah, and those, those that's our, oh god, what was his name? He played and, and um, oh god, what's his name? Because he was going through so much trouble personally. Yeah, he he's amazing away. from Teen Wolf too. I forget what yeah, his name. I'm uh, sorry, name guys. Is right now too, and but then you guys I was like, us. you're like oh, hottest god, man alive. You're like, oh, I really like this guy. Why is he going? Why is he leaving? And then he came back yeah so it's like you know it always seems like there's an open door there for people um I would like to see her come back because I think that'd be kind of cool eventually
3: I'm with you and we would love to know what you guys think 93 likes right what now what was his name it's watching. gonna drive
0: me crazy guys yeah, can you guys will tell us
3: what is it if you looked it up right now um and give me a hint look it up on. look it up and give me a hint what no I'm talking exactly? about my person are you talking about your person
0: I'm talking about Speedy, the guy with the great yeah. chin. Yeah, me too. Tom, me too. Chin that could cut glass. Yeah,
3: it was amazing. Um, what is, Ryan, you, you dressed know dressed up as is. Shrek. You know what it is. Colton, of- Hayes. Colton Hayes. Colton Hayes. Colton Hayes. God, Why I couldn't Collins. we come up with Colton Hayes? Yeah, Ugh. I
0: really liked him. I was glad
3: he was back. Thank you, Manny Gonzalez, for letting us know that. That is so who it was. Oh, yeah. We just couldn't get there in time. Um, but that is okay because we are running out of time right now. Oh, One shoot. more thing to talk about before we go. Uh the deluxe Batman Beyond Blu-ray set is out for sixty one dollars. I feel like this is a Mikey Christmas thing. Uh are you what, are you what, 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 uh, is
0: this news? I think it's it's been out.
3: Is that a,
1: did we put that as a story or is it, I did I put sell put that this as a thing? story. I did I did put that what as a it, story. It's a deluxe the, packaging Mike. A uh, Batman yeah. Beyond?
3: Yeah, it's a deluxe package. Did you see it? You look and it's I didn't got, see the got a little it's got a little uh what Pop is it, Funko? a Funko? Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. that.
0: Okay, yeah. well, Ryan, I think that might not be news, buddy. It Boy, came guys. out on
3: comicbook dot com on July eighth. I appreciate 8th. it. On July eighth. Okay, I it think I, I think I've
0: had that for a while though. Okay. Hey, people don't know. People might well, not know. You can know, get it so on, on
3: Amazon now, How's and it? it's maybe there's a special line. Maybe they really thirty nine percent off the original box price. Uh, there you go. For and one dollar off, and an all time low. So maybe and, you know Ryan just is trying to save money for the people. Yeah, right, during this time of
1: year. There's three featurettes, uh, just about the making of the show. Um, okay. As well as a Beyond the Joker and just a fully remastered. Um, there's audio commentary from all the filmmakers for uh, oh. multiple episodes and just a lot of insight to the production and the effects. Um, if you're stuck at home at quarantine, this might be a really great thing to buy. Hands, is- not Hayes.
3: Hands, not hands. Oh. Fuck up today. Holton <laughs> Haynes. Uh, thank you guys for being in here in the chat and always correcting us. Thank you guys for loving Ryan, for letting you know when their discount deals. Thank you guys for appreciating Ryan Mikey Christmas it. when he throws sass towards Ryan. And thank you for appreciating that Johnny's sass, hair, regardless of what's going on in New Jersey. Uh, guys, we are getting out of here. Uh, And before we do, I want you guys to be able to keep up with us. Also, Mikey Christmas, where can people find you?
0: You can find me at Mike Kalinowski underscore. Jay Quasto. At Jay
2: Quasto, of course. But uh, most importantly, I released a new project this week that will be a weekly show. If you're into the paranormal, if you enjoy craft beverages, we combine both. It's a new paranormal podcast called Haunts and Hops. Uh, My co-hosts are Ashley Trobe and Anastasia Washington, who are both paranormal uh, professionals really fun. So follow at haunts and hops on all social media platforms. And you know, if you can go on iTunes, give us a five-star rating or review. It's very, very, uh, very fun. And I I've been fascinated with the paranormal my entire life. And so finally I had the time to release a project like this. It's going to be
3: pretty cool. Paranormal professionals. Is it what like you just career. get drunk and
0: you start seeing ghosts, Johnny?
2: That
3: sounds, uh, like
0: a, that sounds like a, it's a recipe for disaster it just so happens that all three of us happen to be beer
2: geeks and we actually got uh Tavor to sponsor us which is really cool and mm-hmm. if any beer fans know that Tavor, they're a beer service that you know it's an app that you can get beer from all over the country and then
0: get it sent to you so it's gonna be a lot of fun is that so. kind of like the soup tube idea I that know those girls put on soup twitter tube. you didn't hear about that on twitter
3: No, I don't. Oh, some boy,
0: some girl, her boyfriend was trying to pitch her on a pyramid scheme of having soup tubes. And there were pipes all along the city and you pay a subscription service to soup coming to your house. It was the worst idea I've ever heard. And this girl was like explaining to the fans, like, how do I break up with this guy? He wants Uh, me to invest in his soup tube scheme. Go look on Twitter. Just type, type in soup tubes on Twitter. You'll see. You'll see. No,
2: Mike, it's definitely our... nothing like the soup too, but thank oh you. Oh my <laughs> god.
3: Uh, our amazing producer, Ryan Nelson, is at ryan nelson. Yes, R-Y. Yes, and we did hit
1: 100 likes by the way. I,
3: I see that. We hit 100 likes. You guys are the absolute best. Appreciate it. Don't forget to follow our boy Adam Gertler at Adam Gertler. Pick up his sausage his sausage at, a, that's the most Jewish I've ever sounded. You can get his sausage. 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 Uh, Doghouse, please support uh, as best as you can. And I'm everywhere at Roxy Stryer. I also do a show every single day. And on Fridays, it's at 2.30. So if you in 25 minutes from now are watching this live and you want to pop over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Roxy Stryer, I would really appreciate it. Um, and guys, until next time, that's it for DC Movie News.
2: Bye, guys.